time to get far out with Todd Perry. <laughs> and then he's like scratching himself. He's like, Sounds like Mickey Mouse. Buck Perez. Imagine if Buck was dying. (laughs) Well, he had to eat Buck. And from the rotating game of Cigar Store Indians, Casey Gullickson. I gotta get herpes. (laughs) I need to contract herpes so I can get the jokes. Oh, man. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing great, Buck. It's uh, nice having you here back once again. Got the headphones on and everything. Yeah, you got your shit on. You're ready to go. Sorry, I got to put my chair up. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, bad start. <laughs> all stuff bad that could have been done before the show. I know, I know. And to the left of me oh. is the great Casey Gullickson. Yo, yo, yo. Oh. This is how I want to open in. this thing that we're Do doing. It. Yes. After the last show opening where Casey didn't know what a posse was. I, think I knew what a posse was, man. <laughs> I didn't know what whatever the other word was. In effect. No, are you in effect now on this show? I feel like I know what that means. Is like Not as like a noun or however you used it. You, like you, a, you're in your full potential right now. You're like yeah. in effect, like you are being. I am effective. in effect, right? Yes, Casey in effect. Two separate words. I thought we were. It was one word before. In effect. Yeah. No. 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 I'm are, in effect. Yes. Oh my god! All right. Yeah. The posse, and then the posse too. Sure. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast. Show's doing great these days. We're very happy. Uh, shit's moving along quite well. I'd like to thank everybody for listening and uh, for telling your friends to listen and for following us on the Twitter and uh, checking out faroutpodcast.com for a bunch of fun stuff we have over on the website. We got pictures, we got videos, we got sexy shit, places where you can read up on all the different co-hosts we have, much like Casey Gullickson. I'm up there. You can see what he looks like. Ooh, Very weird. sexy, sexy weird. man. And so now, without further ado, it's time for a Far Out shout-out. <laughs> This is a far out shout out. This is yeah. to the shit buck. This one goes out to Low Budget FM. Yeah, it goes out to John, Mark, and Mike on a great run of shows. Good job, boys. Thank you. Uh. Party and bullshit, party and bullshit. Mm-hmm. That was a shout out, bitches. bitches. To get up in this, email us at shoutout at faroutpodcast.com. All right, once again, that's a shout-out to Low Budget FM. Uh, Got to give those guys props. I was on that show for a very long time, and now they're calling it a day. But uh, I'd like to give them uh, props on putting out, like, 500 great shows. And uh, hopefully, in the future, we'll have Mark, uh, Mike, Sawin come, come by the show. So uh, R.I.P. L.B. FM. R.I.P. L.B. FM. Thank right. you, Buck. Far Out News. I like turtles. A North Portland home was raided Tuesday after flyers throughout the neighborhood advertised drug sales at the address, police said. Of the seven adults inside the home during the raid, six were arrested on various drug charges. Um, Officers said they found uh, 20 grams of marijuana, more than 10 grams of heroin, a sawed-off shotgun, that's fun, uh, thousands of dollars in cash, and the materials for methamphetamine lab inside the home. Nice. We have a quote here. Uh, The neighborhood response team began this investigation over a year ago because of numerous neighborhood complaints. At one point, a neighbor gave officers an 8 
by 10 flyer found in the neighborhood that said heroin for sale <laughs> and gave the address and names of the dealers. Dude, this, this drug dealer is like Steve Jobs. You know, he's just marketing himself. Yeah, man. He just, he just, just has to get that shit out there. You yeah, know? He's definitely. Awesome. He's an this entrepreneur. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. I see him as such. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, I always wonder how, like, drug dealers drum up business. Like, mm-hmm. whenever I've been in touch with somebody who's in the pharmaceutical trade, uh, usually it was through somebody you knew, right. and then you had to have an uncomfortable meeting, mm-hmm. and then you had to develop an uncomfortable semi-friendship, Ooh. and then you find yourself on Hoover and Century Boulevards in Los Angeles with flip-flops on and shorts going, ah, all that guy's in flip-flops and shorts on Century and Hoover, and, oh, sorry. I'm really going down the line here. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, and, and it's a weird thing. People's <laughs> relationship with drug dealers are a little odd. Right. I've never had a drug dealer, but I've seen movies in which have, they're portrayed uh, as far as the relationship. Like, you got to kind of be cool with them, be their friend, but yeah. you're not, you don't want to be their friend because they're a drug dealer. Yeah, it, it, it's think. like a weird thing. You're like hanging around some real sketch place, and the guy's like, oh, let's hang out. You're like, <laughs> right. oh, now you're going to take some of the shit I just bought. Right. Mm-hmm. Now this becomes a $50 investment to a $35 investment. Oh, that sucks. And then, then, they, then the next move is always, hey, can I get a ride? Oh, to the blah 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 seriously I've never had anyone drug dealers do that drug dealers always asking for a ride somewhere oh like you show God. up everything's uh, cool and then maybe play some video games and get ready to go <laughs> and then it's like could you take me up to the blah 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 <laughs> last time Todd did a drug deal was like 8th grade uh, <laughs> played you, Super Nintendo did you take me to my mom's work <laughs> dude Come on, drop man. me off at the Galleria <laughs> I want to go to Oak Tree to get some Cabarichi pants could you do that I don't know. So this guy, he's he's throwing up uh, little announcements to the neighborhood, saying that uh, he's got some crack, drugs for sale. Crack for sale. It's awesome. Now I wonder if he, he left his phone number on it. Like, if you would like yeah. some heroin, is it kind of like when like I lost my turtle and I put up little signs with pictures of my turtle in the neighborhood, but it said like heroin for sale. Right. Like, yeah. take a number off the bottom of the thing. Oh, like, I probably. Like lose weight, you know? Here, take this number. Is right. it kind of like that? But like, get heroin. Just, just a, as a needle. It's a really questionable move by that guy. I mean, just yeah. advertising your heroin. It's like just throwing it on Craigslist, heroin for sale. It's like someone's going to spot that. And... Dude, I know a guy. I'll be honest. I know a guy who bought drugs off of Craigslist. Like some dude put on Craigslist that he was selling pot. What? And he's like, I called the guy on Craigslist. And then I met him. Like it was over by USC. And he met the guy and uh, picked up some weed. And he was like, it was good shit. It was a good deal. Guy wow. was on time. It was totally well done. Wow. Um, he's like, I'll go back. I'll go, I'd definitely go back to this. Yeah, it was it. kind of it was that kind of thing. He had that kind of experience. I would just think that's a complete setup because you know, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's one of those things where it's so obvious that it's just not a setup. You know, like, right? And the cops wouldn't be dumb enough to. <laughs> they're like, no one's this dumb. Just right. gonna respond to a Craigslist ad. Yeah, the cops would be stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's. Is, is it someone we know? No. Uh, 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 the funny thing was it's kind of like like sometimes I feel like if I just leave my front door open no one's going to rob my house because they're thinking obviously somebody's home because what jackass is going to leave his front door open all day you know and I I see that Um, but with the heroin for sale I don't know what this guy's up to but I I hope he made a couple bucks off the flyering he's like well I've got my director of marketing here my director of promotions I see this guy's like I said Steve Jobs he was starting his own Apple out of his garage probably yeah, out of his garage, like Steve Jobs had a meth lab. Exactly. I mean, he was That's moving what I'm on. Saying. Up. This, you know, he had all this the good guy's stuff. doing it. He's mm-hmm. making moves. Yeah, mm-hmm. He had a Wozniakowski or whatever with him. You know, Wozniakowski. <laughs> I don't know that one dude. Is that his name? Is uh, Steve uh, Woz? What? What? Uh,
see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass! Dios mío, man. Uh, there's a herpes monkey still on the loose in Ohio <laughs> exotic animal break. God, yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, you've heard about this? Oh, yes. <laughs> How could the story of an exotic animal farm own- owner letting loose all of the wild beasts before killing himself get any stranger? What an asshole! With the help of a herpes infected monkey. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. By Wednesday afternoon, Ohio authorities hunted down and killed almost all the 56 animals who were turned loose Tuesday evening. Yeah, they had to really put them sad. down. Mm-hmm. But two up. of the beasts eluded capture: a wolf. And a monkey who may be infected with herpes B, according mm-hmm. to CBS. This sounds like the next greatest, like, you know, they used to have, like, those Milo and Otis movies. It'd be like Michael J. Fox voices. Like, oh, yeah. Like, he, he the, vo- like a dog yeah. and, like, somebody like uh-huh. a Gilbert Godfrey does the cat or whatever, but you have herpes monkey and wolf. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be awesome. That would be such, yeah, you're talking yeah. about the Homer Bound. Yeah. Homer Bound? Yeah, that would be great. Uh, Spin off here, Herpes Monkey and Wolf. <laughs> yeah, and they have like Herpes Monkey's like, woo, 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 <laughs> and then he's like scratching himself. He's like, ah, woo, woo. yeah, he's got the herp. Very itchy, very itchy. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like Mickey Mouse. Oh, 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 oh yeah. And then Wolf's like, <laughs> and Wolf is. I think the Wolf character would be kind of like a downtrodden. Guy. Yeah, like, he's, he's wolf, placid. Uh huh. And he's like, yeah, he's a very stern, like Johnny Cash kind of guy. Wise maybe. Very yeah. lonely. Because mm-hmm. wolves, you know, the lone wolf. Mm-hmm. It's a solitary life. Yeah. And then the monkey's always fucking with him. The monkey's a very social animal. He's yeah, like, let's go out and get a buzz going. It's like a, it would be just a classic kind of uh, odd couple. They're the odd couple of, the, of nature. Dory. Yes. yes and that, exactly. I think that could definitely work. That could be on television. And I think the wolf at times would be like, oh, just, uh, he's bummed out. He's depressed. He needs like a soul off. And he's I, I think I could eat the monkey at some point. Oh. Yeah. Like this, and then the monkey is like, "Come on, guy, let's go out. Let's, yeah, like let's." And then, then, then the wolf's like, "Why are you always throwing shit at me, monkey?" Yeah, you yeah. son of a bitch. Classic odd couple. Yeah, and he's like, "I, I, oh, I need some bell tracks." Okay. He's got herpes. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. oh, Valtrex for herpes? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Man, man, I, I got to get herpes. <laughs> so Casey needs to live so in I Long know. Beach for a while. So I, <laughs> I need to contract herpes. Yeah. <laughs> I need to contract herpes so I can get the jokes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. There was a study where like Long Beach had like the highest population of herpes of like, any other place like in California. No way. And so a buddy cool. of mine met a, met a chick off of OkCupid from Long Beach. I'm like, mm. oh, yeah, well, she's cool, but she got herpes. He's like, why is that? I was like... She's a Long Beach chick. They all got herpes. Don't ever play beer pong out here, dude. Yeah, well, you gotta watch. I mean, just you, you know, just check for an outbreak. You go in there with a, literally a fine tooth comb. Like you comb back the hairs. Mm-hmm. Like a bitch, I make sure you're not outbreaking. And then, I mean, that's if you're raw dogging it. And I never don't. So <laughs> you always <laughs> just. I'm not gonna do it. If I'm not Rod, like, come on. I never I'm gonna, don't. I'm going to still, come on. It's like a double negative. I never don't. I love it. Yeah, that's why I kind of looked which at means, you funny. Which I was, means I always do. Exactly. Yeah. Now you know that about me. So. Yeah, well, I don't. do not always have sex, but when I do, <laughs> I raw dog. I raw dog. Yeah. Good for you, Casey. The most interesting you know, in the world. Yes. I like to think I'm careful. But we'll see. We all like to think we're careful. <laughs> all you ain't come one, but many time tainted. Go, Casey. A racist goat found painted black. Oh. The mm. far-right party Swiss People's 
Party, uh, SVP, has said its mascot goat, which was reported missing over the weekend, has been found safe and well. Mm. The animal named Zotel had been tied to a tree and smeared with black paint by extremist delinquents, they said. Members of the group called Anti-Fascist Action claimed responsibility for the kidnapping. Uh, the 10-year-old goat has been the SVP's mascot uh, since the 2007 elections when the party ran a poster campaign across Switzerland depicting three white sheep kicking a black sheep off the Swiss flag. Oh, that's so nice. Mm. Um, according to SVP's website, Zotel saved Switzerland and is against mass immigration. Well, I, I, I'd say this. I'd say that the term racist goat is a little bit um, kind of redundant. I think everybody knew that goats were kind of racist. They're assholes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Their whole, their whole thing is just... They're all shaky all the time, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, and it's, it's like insert racist term right there. <laughs> okay. Sub, <laughs> subtitle, yeah, just racism. I like the fact that Sweden uh, is, A, like they use a, a, a goat... As their national yeah. like racist symbol, that's like that's awesome. pretty. I, I thought those people were kind of a progressive folk. Like they're like done with racism and being weird and shit. But if the racist party wins thirty percent of the vote, I'm beginning to rethink my thoughts on the Swiss. Yeah, really. Like I, I, I look to them towards like you know some kind of freedom. chocolate. No. Yes. Yes. Chocolate. That's, that's yeah. really. Yeah. Who thought the people would make the best chocolate? Uh, we're racist. We're fucking yeah, assholes. Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like white chocolate, maybe. Yeah, it's probably. Yeah. <laughs> white chocolate shouldn't be called chocolate, by the way. I don't think so. White chocolate is horrible. It doesn't what? taste like chocolate to it's me. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's what? terrible. What do you, what you got? Like white chocolate is like it's it's some bullshit. <laughs> like you ever get forced white white chocolate and dark chocolate? Whenever you get extreme with the chocolate, you're mm. in a bad thing. No like, chocolate. Some dark, that's where it's at. I had some dark chocolate with sea salt recently, but what? it was like. And that was pretty decent. What? Sea salt? That's some California shit right there. What? Well, sea salt? I was in Napa. Dark chocolate. Wine tasting with Oscar. That's just weird. And Oscar's like, you got to have the Belgian chocolate with the sea salt. This sounds gay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to try the Belgian chocolate with the sea salt. You got to have the Belgian chocolate with the sea salt, man. Yeah, a lot of people uh, kind of question the fact that me and Oscar, who's frequently on the show, went up to Napa. <laughs> We went to a Raider game, and the night before we went to Napa, went wine tasting uh-huh. together. Their little sideways thing. Oh, cool, yeah. Yeah, we did a little sideways thing, but a lot of people were like, that's kind of gay. Yeah. It wasn't gay until you had to try to see salt with the chocolate. <laughs> uh, that was a little bit gay. That, that, that took it over the line. Well, Oscar was like, do you want to go on the chocolate tasting tour with oh. it? I go, that's where I draw the line. I was like, <laughs> nah, well. I will taste wine with a man, but I will never go on a chocolate tasting with another man. Like, <laughs> like that's gay. Yes. Like, wine is booze, and you can put a good buzz on and, like, oh, yeah. talk Agreed. about bitches and raw dogging it. Oh, of course, which is what guys sit around and do constantly. Yeah, just all we do is talk about raw dog. When in Napa, we're like, so how do you like to raw dog? You know? <laughs> You're so sophisticated. You're wearing sweaters. Did you <laughs> talking about raw dogging it. <laughs> Did you guys eat white chocolate? Because that would be fucking gay. No, I would send it back. Oh, man. <laughs> fucking good. Black feels strong about that one. We're gonna have a little white chocolate and some what? Chardonnay and some dessert wine. I'm yeah, all... when the dessert wine came, it got I'm... a little gay because they this dessert wine. Dessert wine. Fantasia. And uh, Oscar and I were drinking a wine called Fantasia. Yeah. And I was kind of looking at him like this is a little weird. I'm not mad. I just I'm mad because he won't admit his love for his love for that man, and you know. He's not completely free right now. Just oh, yeah. uh, you, you go on vacation with some dude. I mean, that's gonna. He's work. a good yeah. friend, man. 
Really? Yeah, she's she, just, just a good friend, Buck. Why I, you gotta I judge that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You never had a friend before, man. Not not for that long of a period of time. No, not to where we're taking sideways journeys up to up north, wide tasting. No. Well, we went to a Raider game right after and, that, and which I'd say is the straightest thing you can ever do. And that's the thing. I think you're doing yeah. the extremes. You know, you're doing you're, one you're, extreme to you're the doing, other. Yeah, you're doing one thing that's really really gay, and then you're doing another thing that's uh, really really masculine. So Which you're saying we, we raw-dogged it after the wine tasting, and then the next day we went to the Raider game. Went to game. To make up after that, yes. I purified myself in the Oakland Alameda County that's Coliseum. That's, that's right, man. That's Raider Nation. Raider Nation, do or die. Win, lose, or tie. Raider Nation, do or die. Yeah, they got Far out news. Why can't you share your bit? <laughs> Round the world yachtsman. Feared eaten by cannibals. <laughs> Talk about that's a first world problem, by the way. F- that being eaten by cannibals, not as a native, but as a yachtsman. Oh man, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. German sailor Stefan Ramen was on the trip of a lifetime. <laughs> that's gonna be my porn name, by the way. <laughs> Stefan Ramen. Oh Ramen. Oh man. It's usually liking the raw dog. <laughs> liking the raw dog. Oh no, use a condom. No. <laughs> So white chocolate on the penis and it's a raw dog. Maybe that could be like a German birth control, like a little Bavarian chocolate on the dong. It, it's a spermicide. Oh, you man. like this, Scheisenfutten. That's that could happen. It's you liking the the wiener with the Bavarian chocolates. I don't know, Todd. Maybe you could you can you can make that happen. Yeah, chocolate. Uh. Anything else in that story, case? It's mostly that. No, he was on the trip of a lifetime when it turned into a nightmare on an island in the middle of nowhere. Yes, he set off on a. 2008 with his girlfriend and traversed the globe looking for paradise but it took a horrible twist when he reached uh, Nuka Hiva in French Polynesia mm. the remote tropical island was the last place Mr. Uh, Ramin was seen before uh, b- before remains believed to be his were uncovered experts believed he was hacked to pieces and burned and Ooh. eaten by suspected cannibals oh wow. oof not something you'd ex- uh, figure in the modern world no no I, like I figured that the, I was part of the last generation to have to fear cannibals well, you hear about the Donner Party and stuff like that. Right. Or there's a movie that comes up every now and then that has it, but I'm going to talk louder now because you put that up. But uh, <laughs> but, but uh, I don't know. I don't think I could ever eat someone ever. I don't think I could ever, you know. <laughs> I think that's probably, if, yeah. Well, if put to it, I mean, yeah. would you eat someone? I mean. Imagine if Buck was dying, you know, <laughs> and well, you had to eat Buck. The thing what is. if you had to shoot Buck and What eat if him? you were dead already? You know, then, then it's like I'm gonna die if I don't eat you. Yeah. So yeah. then you'd I eat might. me. <laughs> I'd probably eat you, but not like all like only certain parts. You know what oh, I mean? Man. There's a sliding scale because think about it this way. Let's 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 say that the far out podcast right now we are we're oh, alone man. at sea, right? Uh-huh. And we're starting to get hungry. We're having that cartoon moment where I look at Casey uh-huh. and he turns into a hot dog. Yeah. I look at Buck and he looks like a pound of beef. Uh-huh. That's not phallic. That's not phallic. No. And so I'm looking, and then I'm like, "Here's the deal: if we sit out on this raft for another two weeks, we're gonna be we're gonna start slimming." Oh man! Right. So now, uh, Buck, you will no longer be of any sustenance to me in two weeks. I'm pretty much skin and bones right now. So two weeks without food is shit. Man. Yeah. So, but if me and Casey, if we kill you now. Then we can peel off your corpse for at least an extra week after and hope that eventually the UN will find us or Somali pirates. That's true. Mm. Hopefully not Somali butt pirates, by the way. Mm. And, and then, then we can do that. So you have to start going, all right, one of us. And so 
But the problem is the negotiation with three people on a small boat. Because I'm, just, like, yeah, I'd be looking at Casey going, kind of putting my thumb I'm like, gonna kill him and eat him. I'm like, <laughs> what? I don't I say it louder. Don't, don't point at me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Buck's like Buck's looking at Casey going. Yeah. Hey, Todd, right? Todd. Let's mm-hmm. kill him, yeah. I gotta say, I'm the probably the beefiest one, like the one with the most meat. You guys probably, I'll, you can kill me. You, really you be, I think Casey works out. Like Buck and I clearly don't work out, but you know, I, I think, I think you're hitting the gym. Casey. I used to work out. I used to work out, but I don't really do that. Anymore. I used to gym tan laundry, but now it's just laundry. <laughs> no GTL. So I'm just thinking laundry. though, I I don't know. Like I I think human. I don't know. I think white person would be the worst tasting. First of all. You know, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, like I when I go to do, do Chinese people taste like chicken or what? No, I'm just thinking when I go to KFC. I'm just wondering. I don't like the white meat. <laughs> okay. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I'm a white. You, I'm a white you don't meat guy. Like white meat? I like the dark meat. Weird. Like mm. on the turkey, I like the See, dark that's meat. That's weird. Yeah, that's not average. It's weird. So I'm just thinking, like, you get out there, and then eventually, like, if you're on the boat, you just gotta, you gotta probably. I'm thinking you go by hair length is the quickest thing because you gotta grab someone by the hair and drown them. Oh, jeez! But you gotta drown them over the Holy side shit, and then pull them back in the boat because if they fall off the boat, oh my then God. you're fucked. Mm. And then, then you're looking at Buck and we're like, we just killed our friend. Oh yeah. man, we're assholes. And then Buck's thinking he'd kill me. You really thought he, this through? He already said he would. Yeah, this is a weird. This would be a great play. Like, you know, they have, like, the three guys in the room and, like, who's going to kill who? This is, like, who's going to eat who? Yeah. Oof. This would make it really great. Like, Mammoth could write this beautifully. Casey just seems upset by this whole just, subject. The whole thing that, with the grabbing the hair, man. I'm upset, man. <laughs> he doesn't it's, like it. Sucks. It. it sucks, man. I hope it doesn't happen. Let's not get on a raft together. Casey just starts pulling his hair out. Going, they're not going to get me. <laughs> Don't We're touch gonna me. Eat <laughs> We're going to eat Buck. We're going to eat Buck. Don't worry. We're going to eat Buck. Now it's time for hashtag real talk. Controversial opinions for a sophisticated audience. Uh, something I noticed is that we get a lot of people who on Facebook contact the show. And uh-huh. uh, they either join our Facebook page mm-hmm. or they friend me, which is cool. Like yeah. I told, I friend everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I notice, like I like to check and see who's listening to the show. Like sure. I, I look through their uh, profiles. Great. And I noticed something rather interesting. Being a guy from Los Angeles area, is a lot of people have photos with them and their guns. Oh yeah. yeah. There's a lot of like gun porn on people's like them and like cleaning a Glock. Showing off, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, this I didn't realize, but like the NRA membership amongst the far out listeners is way <laughs> beyond what I assumed. <laughs> That's really, awesome. really high. Yes. <laughs> it's very high. Yeah, and then like I, I, I had to, I had to confront confront my own issues about mm-hmm. guns and their, their position mm-hmm. in American society after seeing this. Because you own a gun? No. Have you ever fired one? No. You've never fired a gun no. in your life. Have right? you fired a gun? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Boy Scouts, man. Like Boy Scouts, I think. Uh, That's fire fire That's cool. Yeah. Um, 
You don't have to talk about it. You have a bad know. gun story? We got to hear this. This is going to put our numbers through the roof here. Oh, the listeners love guns and you have a gun story. That's just shit. Here. It's like saying, well, we have a bunch of perverted people. Buck's like, well, I fucked an Asian prostitute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going to tell that story. But that'll, no. that'll be on the boxing day. It involves a family member, so I don't want to. You shot that. a family member? No, no, no. no. <laughs> but I mean, growing up, my dad let us have BB guns and stuff like that. We always fired guns. I mean, it's, oh, yeah, it wasn't, I had a BB gun. Thing, I don't know. At, you know, just at the camp and stuff, you would fire, like, rifles and shit. So, mm-hmm. that's where I first fired guns. Did you like it? Did you get something out of it? Did you feel the only way to get rid of that gun was to pull it from your cold, I felt dead the, hands? I felt, I felt the gun fever. Yes, I did. Like, you know. It's, power. It's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun firing a gun. It's I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. So. Did you? And uh, during uh, high school and stuff, we went to a range. And Pedro was a range, like, right by my house. So Did you kill anything? No. 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 Casey. One time I killed a bird when I was little. Not even kidding with my BB gun. And I felt so terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah, I felt really oh bad. Because I, I, like, I, I wounded him first. He was on a power line. <laughs> and then he, like, fell. And he was, like, hobbling around. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, well, now I got to... I didn't mean to kill him. You know, I was just a kid. <laughs> Yeah. And then I had to put him out of his misery after that. I felt I felt <laughs> bad because I didn't eat the bird. You know, if I'd have shot something and ate it yeah. like a deer, I, I wouldn't have had the guilt qualms about right, it. Right. It's like, you know, what kind of bird was it? Like a pigeon? Or? It wasn't a pigeon. It was I don't I don't. It was just like a small swallow bird. It was probably swallow. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna go with. Well, I, I I've never fired a gun. I've never. I don't think I've ever. I think I might have like held a gun once. Like my dad had a couple guns because his dad died in West Virginia and gave yeah. him some guns. And then he, he kind of like, hey, it's a gun. You just watch yeah. your shit with it. It wasn't loaded and shit. But uh, I, I noticed that, and then I had to kind of think about like, you know, I I, I believe that uh, Americans should own guns. I think mm-hmm. Second Amendment. I think you should be able to have the right to defend yourself and, mm-hmm. and all that. And I, I get that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. People want to own guns. I don't get the joy in sport killing though mm-hmm. like i don't like to me a good time like sport is like hitting the golf ball right love that me too yeah you like hitting the golf ball yep yeah sounds like a good thing not but me. like whacking an animal yeah seems like not a good time yeah well i mean fishing what is that you know that's you, you it's killing an animal killing the animal that's a fun thing you know? i think the hunting thing i think people get a kick out of just the the hunt itself the waiting and then the deer comes along, you pop it. Like the just yeah. the adrenaline yeah, of that just seems like, like the most boring part. Yeah, I think <laughs> I people really, like it though when they finally you know, yeah. it's like watching a no, soccer game or something. Like it's boring the whole time and then oh there's a goal and you freak out. I'd rather be a drunken fisherman. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Sure. yeah. I, I would enjoy the part where you get to smear urine on your friends. Like when you put like deer urine on yourself so uh-huh. like the other deers come. Like that seems like kind of joyous, like a frat boy yeah. kind of thing to do. I have one more thing to say. I just re- I just remembered. I killed a porcupine last winter. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yep, a porcupine. I oh, went. Jesus. My brother and I. I was in North Dakota for like Christmas, and we we put on snowshoes and we walked across a frozen lake Whoa. with guns. Wow. What the hell? Just because he was like he he shoots coyotes because apparently that you shoot coyotes or whatever they're okay. like a but menace. By the end of this, he's gonna remember he like killed a moose or something. No, no. and then he was <laughs> just like moose we, we didn't see anything but uh, but this porcupine. He's like, well, you want to shoot it? And I, I wasn't gonna be I wasn't gonna say no because I didn't want him to think I was a pussy. Right. Yeah. right. So I was like, yeah. Pussy. And then I shot him and I ended up like same situation. I didn't even realize it. He falls out of the tree and then we had to like walk up to him and he's like crawling around like. Yeah. Now I got to put like five more bullets in this porcupine. <laughs> it, it was terrible, bullets. man. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking porcupine. Felt I'd, terrible. I figured after the bird experience, you'd uh, you'd hold off on killing. I think animals. I'd suppress the bird thing until uh, Buck started talking about BB guns, and I totally remembered. <laughs> so thanks, Buck. No worries. Were you ever molested as a child? I don't. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm Sigmund Freud over here. I don't think so. I mean, were you? 
I, I, don't, I don't believe so. Uh, exactly. I can't answer it positively. I, I, I didn't kill motherfucking porcupine, though. Right. That's yeah. the difference. That's yeah. different. So, so I thought to myself, here's the deal. Uh, listeners out there who are the uh, gun-toting, low but, uh, far-out podcast listeners, um, I want you to sell me on the idea of hunting. Because I'm on the fence. Yeah. I'm a man whose mind can be changed. I'm not into the whole killing animals thing. But if you're into that, send an email the show at faroutpodcast.com. I'm an open-minded man, but I just I don't get the idea of the joy of killing animals. So you send this to us. I, I'm pro you having a gun. Mm-hmm. I'm weird with the killing the animals thing. So uh, send that to me, and uh, on a, a new segment we'll have called uh, Change Todd's Mind. <laughs> oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I like it a lot. Well, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast today, and I'd like to thank uh, for everybody you know rethinking the gun thing I'm saying uh, send me it let, uh, send me an email let me know uh, how should I feel about the hunting thing <clears throat> and then uh, you know who would you eat if you had the chance to eat somebody stuck on a bottle of the show KC Buck or Todd get your comments up at faroutpodcast.com uh, I'd like to thank Buck Perez for being here with me today thank you sir I'd like to thank Casey Gullickson for joining us once again thanks guys and we'll be back soon First, <laughs>